Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I know you're all busy watching or getting ready for the eclipse, but maybe you've got some time to tune in to get the funk out. I'm your host, Janine, and standing by to join us is California Carl Detkin. Let me just tell you a little bit about him. Since 1975, California Carl has performed over 10,000 shows. He's one of the most sought-after music providers. He's won TV's Star Search, as well as singing in the movie Duets. It's no secret that music can help you feel better. So that's why California Carl's Joyful Noise Music is bringing music to retirees. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, California Carl Deccan. Good morning, Carl. Good morning, Janine. Thanks so much for calling in. Hey, no problem. I'm really excited about uh, sharing some joyful noise with your listeners. Before we get into that, which was so moving when I heard about, I want to find out, you've done so many things. What led you to find this passion of yours? Well, uh, you know what? Uh, I started... uh, It's an interesting story because uh, I I discovered the power of music uh, back in fifth grade when uh, during (laughs) recess... I had walked by one of our empty uh, classrooms, and I caught a glimpse of my classmate, uh, Doug Elizondo, playing guitar while four adoring girls fawned <laughs> over him. And I thought, what is this sorcery? Exactly. I must learn it. Yes. I must master it. So uh, that led me to picking up the guitar and uh, starting my life as a, uh, as a musician. So garage band days turned to professional music uh, band and eventually opening up for bands like Poison and Night Ranger and Metallica. Cool. In fact, if I remember correctly, Metallica opened up for us back in the 80s at uh, Radio City in Anaheim. Ooh, wow. So that kind of got that started. So we... we we've Followed on, we won so many uh, little battle, battle of the bands in California, and later went on to uh, be on Ed McMahon's Star Search, which we won. I even got uh, my 15 minutes of fame uh, on the big screen when I got uh, an opportunity to sing uh, the song Delilah in a major motion picture called Duets with Gwyneth Paltrow back That's in right. 2000. So. As I was uh, pursuing this life of music, I got married and, and had a daughter mm-hmm. uh, by the name of Cambria, who was actually on the show yes, about seven was. years ago. I That's don't know right. if you remember Cambria. Oh, how could I forget? Um, but uh, yeah. she, um, she, she also decided to pursue music. And, but at that moment in my life, I had to become more uh, responsible and have a 401K and insurance. <laughs> and so I got a, a corporate job. And uh, so I went to Pioneer Electronics mm-hmm. and I ended up working in their DJ division, which is still in the music realm. And I got an opportunity for 20 years to kind of lead uh, that company in marketing and product development. Uh, And uh, how did I fall into into playing for nursing homes is really kind of by chance. Uh, Because I had, um, my mother had broken her hip uh, uh, not too long ago, and I had gone into her nursing home, which I'd never stepped uh, into a nursing home prior Mm -hmm. to this, and and there was a lady playing guitar and singing to the residents, and uh, it it was neat to see them, but my dad was there as well, and as my dad always does, he starts bragging about his Star Search son, and so the the gal there said, hey, come on up and sing a song, and I said, no, that's all right. Um, and she goes, come on, do it for your mom. And I said, all right, I'll do it for my mom. And right. so I got up there, and and I, uh, and I was thinking, what am I going to do? So I pulled out an old song that I I know called La Bamba by Richard mm-hmm. Valens, a 50s song that yes. I thought they might know. And, and, and in kidding, 
I encouraged the residents to get up and dance. And, you know, here they are with walkers, canes, and, and wheelchairs in this room. Yes. And so I didn't think they would, but to my surprise, they actually did. And in fact, one of the ladies by the name of Ramona, mm-hmm. uh, after it was done, they all were clapping and had just this joy to them. And she screams out, I'm going to live forever. Thank you oh. for this gift. Oh, my God. And <laughs> that's when I realized, wow, yes. this is really cool. And I've played in front of so many people. My biggest audience was 50,000 people Whoa. at Stagecoach uh, back about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so I have never felt that kind of warmth than that moment when my mother and Ramona and Ramona screaming out, I'm going to live forever, oh. thank you, that I realized, wow, Amazing. music is 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 powerful. That same thing that I saw my friend Doug Elizondo attracting those girls at Fonda, I said, wow, this is really uh, an amazing thing, which led me to to see there's a science behind music and, and what it does for people. You know, I want to share something with you. We have a friend, she's yeah. 98, and mm-hmm. a few years back she was living in a different um, home, and uh, we said, can we come visit around two? She says, well, I'm, I'm playing in my band. And we went, she said, but you can come watch. And, you know, they were singing and they had tambourines and they had different instruments and they were all lit up. And people with walkers were dancing around and kicking their legs and shaking their hips. And I thought, this is magical. It is. And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because music literally changes your brain chemistry. Our relationship with music is deeper than we all think, which means on some fundamental level, we're wired to respond to music. And this works in a lot of weird ways. It's been shown that listening to, for example, pleasant music boosts your serotonin, which is the brain chemical responsible for good feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, processing music is one of the few daily activities that we as humans have, which we participate in, that involve both hemispheres of the brain. So listening to music also engages the part of your brain that handles long-term memory storage. That's why listening to old songs sometimes will make you cry, will, make, will bring back uh, old memories that you've forgotten. And even some, somebody with Alzheimer's or dementia, they can have recovered memories through listening to music. And what's crazy is this stuff is all happening on a molecular and physical level. Right. It's affecting our actual brain chemistry and body functions, but we don't know why exactly. In fact, music therapy is a field of study that's gotten more validity recently, uh, especially after uh, the congresswoman that was uh, shot in the head and had rehabilitation through music therapy. Well, that study researches and documents these connections and tons of others, including music as a painkiller and a possible way to kick addiction. I've I've witnessed uh, personally firsthand the power of music uh, having, uh, you know, working, benefiting people with traumatic brain injuries, patients with Alzheimer's and dementia, autism patients, uh, uh, with children learning disabilities. I've seen music help uh, with pain management, and it's really been profound. So I, because of the theme of my show is Get the Funk Out, I'm always fascinated yeah. with how, first of all, you're helping so many people get out of their funk, and possibly maybe you had a little career funk along the way, and this has helped you significantly. <laughs> You know what? I actually did, and after you know having so many uh, 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 
successes, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, I mean, successes uh, up until that point, which uh, to me was a big fat zero. They're, they were all measured by societal standards like money, applause, how many right. CDs were sold, how many promotions you got, how many awards I received, how many requests were made, standing ovations. None of these uh, equated to to what had happened that time when my mom and Ramona were all dancing and they said, I'm going to live forever. So Amazing. I was in a personal funk until I had discovered this. And I love being able to introduce and reintroduce this music of yesteryear to elderly people because it really brightens their day and every performance is magical it's unique even though i have my shtick routine with my usual bag of tricks that include things like maracas and tambourines and echo microphones i pass around the audience to engage people i got wigs i've got funny props (laughs) my comedic lines that i tie into songs uh and I remember one performance, and it was the first time that that I had played for dementia and Alzheimer's patients, Mm -hmm. and the the residents were kind of slumped over in wheelchairs, and some were brought in stretchers, and as I played and did my my shtick or my routine, there was no applause after the song, no laughing at my banter, the usual stuff, no group participation with a rhythm instrument, so I finished out that hour of music, and I felt kind of sad, yes. kind of depressed that I hadn't uh, kind of connected or brought that joy that sure. see, I had seen so many times prior. Uh, so after packing up my stuff and, um, and, and walking down the hall, not even the staff was around to say goodbye or good job or anything, so I thought, wow, that was really weird. And just yes. as I'm getting ready to go out the exit to the parking lot, a nurse came running up and said, Carl, Carl, wait, wait. I just wanted to thank you so much for what you did uh, today because it was just amazing the connections you made. And I said, really? Really? And I wasn't being sarcastic. And and the nurse said, yeah, remember when you were playing that song, Delilah? Well, there was a man there that was singing. And as I thought, I thought, oh, yeah, I think I did recall somebody singing. I didn't Mm -hmm. realize it was a patient. I thought it was one of the staff. He goes, what you don't know is he hasn't spoken in a year. Oh, come on. Um, Wow. And uh, for some reason, that that song triggered something that brought him out of that. And uh, we all ran to call his family to have them come down, and that's why we weren't uh, there to say goodbye to you. And so I've had my career highs from Star Search to duets Mm -hmm. to creating DJ products that became world standards. And the greatest gig of my life had just occurred because of that connection. Amazing. And I just live for that. I'm, I, I'm just drawn to every day. And it's, it's a labor of love because they don't have big budgets, these nursing homes. So I, I probably, last week I did one two hours away, and after I equated my, my time and my gas, I probably made six bucks an hour. But what's funny is I... I don't tell the, acti- uh, the 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 people that hire me, the activities director, this, but I probably do it for free, probably. because it brings me so gets me out of my funk, yes. out of my you know uh, wh- whatever I've I've had, and it doesn't matter uh, uh, how m- much standing ovations I've had in my life, or even w- what started out as an original love of guitar and wanting the attention of four fifth grade girls, just like my buddy. <laughs> Doug Elizondo 
has yeah. has now grown to a love for all things music because music can just open up pathways to healing that I've never even thought were uh, possible. So I'm having the time of my life today. Unbelievable. I feel like this could be a documentary. I mean, because you really do tap into people that normally don't participate. You know, they're they're kind of closed off, and then all of a sudden they hear this song and you bring them out. Yeah, yeah, that uh, it's it's really a science that I'm going to dig deeper into, mm-hmm. both the, the science side of the neuroscience side of it as I continue to go down this path, because I really want to be effective in in kind of re-triggering their their minds and i get better and better every every time i perform and i get sillier and sillier and the more silly i get the more it brings them out and i would never act this way in front of people of my own age (laughs) but in front of them it's it's like uh, you know how when you're 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 with a little toddler and you make them laugh by being goofy it's the same thing they they just it just brings you so much joy and and just pushes you. I think it's fantastic. I I feel like you could even uh, lecture to people that want to go into this as a field, some you know related field, about the power of music as music therapy. I think I, I think that's a great idea, and uh, it's not too far off from what I want to do eventually. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't want this to be a one-off in New England where oh, I no. am, and I've got a buddy, uh, a partner in California that also does the same thing in, in California. But I'd love to be able to kind of get all these uh, musicians like me that used to be <coughs> going after that gold ring, that uh, gold record, right. uh, and now are not using their gift of music. Uh, to get them out to volunteer and mm-hmm. just get out there and and bring this uh, the the joy of memories to these people. So that's a great idea. You know, the other thing it makes me think of is when I was younger, I was a candy striper, and I used to go in and deliver flowers and sometimes read people's uh, letters to them. And when kids get involved, you might be able to find a couple of uh, teenagers that are musicians. I mean, I think back to your daughter, how talented Cambria is, mm-hmm. uh, who want to come in and be part of this. What right? what old person doesn't love somebody that looks like a grandchild? You know? Yeah, and and it's funny because they have things like kid therapy, like a lot of these nursing homes will have attached child care, and so they'll bring them over during their lunchtime or activities to dance uh, with the older people, and they also have things like dog therapy, where they'll bring in puppies right. and dogs to, to kind yes. of kind of bring bring them out, and it's funny that you mentioned Cambria, because she was actually there. Uh, I, I invited her that day that I got pulled up to, to oh sing, <laughs> and I sang the La Bamba song, Aww. and she came up, and she sang and played uh, guitar with me. Oh, no, she didn't play guitar. She just sang. So she was with me to witness Ramona's I'm Gonna Live Forever. And that moment that changed me, maybe more than it changed her, but it changed me. So Cambria was there to witness that. Oh, it's fantastic. And congrats. I know she just got married. That's wonderful. She did, yes. Wonderful guy. Fantastic. Uh, Where can people find out more about you? Well, thanks. Uh, I am. Uh, you can find me on Facebook on my uh, Joyful Noise Music Therapy. Uh, no space, so just type in facebook.com slash Joyful Noise Music Therapy, and there you will find me and uh, stories and pictures and videos. And uh, I, I, it's it's neat. I've got one one of my pictures that I had in my August dates, and uh, I say my August tour, and I had like a 
two dozen dates that I was playing this uh, this month, and I've got my Elvis outfit. Uh, so because they make me feel like Elvis, Aww. you know, like they they are just so happy to see somebody come in and love on them, and uh, and so I'm just having the time of my life, like I said. I love it. I mean, you could have never imagined. You never realize where a new idea is going to come from and you could have been having kind of a funky day and then you walk in and boom this happened yes exactly i mean it totally had pulled me out of my funk i definitely was was in a in a bad spot and uh, this has given me a renewed uh, renewed love for 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 others that i never knew existed i never knew i could love uh, the older generation obviously i love my parents they're in their 80s but a group of strangers that i don't know that i look at and go i need to touch your heart somehow and like i said every performance i do is unique and it's different and every time i i learn something new after i perform i walk around and i shake everybody's hand i say thank you for giving me this opportunity to sing for you and uh, last week in brockton massachusetts one of the residents a 90 80 or 90 year old uh, black lady by the name of vera Mm -hmm. said i love the way you smile when you sing. And I never knew that I smiled. In fact, when I was a rock musician, I was the brooding, tortured artist. (laughs) So smiling was illegal. You didn't smile. But it just was a testament to what I'm feeling inside, the joy that I'm feeling inside. I didn't even realize that I was smiling. And she said, I love the smile on your face. And and again, it's just so, so rewarding. And I want to thank you for giving me an opportunity to tell people about this. Oh, my pleasure. It's such a gift what you're doing. And I thought we'd wrap up the show with Delilah, which is your song from the film Duets with Gwyneth. I thought that'd be great. Oh, that's that's perfect. Beautiful. Thanks so much for calling in. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks, Janine. Have a great day. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. That was California Carl Detkin talking about joyful noise therapy. We're going to wrap up the segment with his song Delilah. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.